You're listening to the Multiverse Fancast, proud member of the Misfit Faction Media Network. My name is Oliver Queen. My name is Barry Allen, and I am the fastest man alive. My name is Carl Zoyal. I'm from Krypton. Uh, everyone, this is my cousin. I guess you already know. Okay, I think I have this. Uh, Oliver. Green Arrow. Dig. Spartan. Thea. Speedy. And Sarah. White Canary. Jax. Sam Professor Stein. Firestorm. Uh, Ray. Palmer. Uh, the Atom. And Mick. Hmm. Oh, Heatwave. Uh, Always a pleasure to see you, Lucy. Hello. Family we've met. Lucifer. Morningstar. Consider us even, John Constantine. <laughs> Constantine. Is it? I don't care. Be ready. All right, then. On with the show. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Multiverse Fancast. Don't forget, you can take us on the go with Podbean, Spotify, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, or any other listening stations. You can also check out our content on our website, themisfitfaction.com. This week, we're going to be talking about Thor. We're going to be doing a character study on it. But first, let's introduce ourselves. First off, we have Paul. Paul, how are you doing tonight? I'm doing all right. How are you tonight? I'm doing well, sir. Thank you so much. And we also have with us unofficial, official third host, Rob. Rob, how are you? I'm a bit worse for wear, but not too shabby, so I'm hanging in there. Awesome. <laughs> he looked at me like, I don't know what that means. <laughs> like, like, good. Is he, is he speaking old English right now? <laughs> Doing, well, we had Scallywag in the last good podcast sir. episode. Scallywag. So. How did that come up? Don't worry about it. I'll have to listen. Yes. It's a little classier than us, I there guess. Awesome. All right. Well, like I said, we are going to be talking about Thor. We'll be going over his movies. We're not going to go too much into like his history and stuff like that, but we'll go over his movies. We'll do some Star City ratings for the movies as well. Um, and why are we talking about Thor? Uh, just because. Gave us something to do. <laughs> It was a tell, joke. Can't tell if he really doesn't know. Or? I do know. It's the 10-year anniversary. Yes. We just passed the 10-year anniversary. What? Of the movie. Which uh, one? Thor. Okay, just make it sure. He's good. He did his homework. I I put it on the, I, I, I do it my on homework the, now. I didn't do it when I was in school, but I do it now at least. Well, I put it on the Facebook page too. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I saw that. Actually, that was a very clever Thor's Day kind of thing. Yes. I was very impressed. Yeah, I mean, you know, just doing That's a lot of production stuff, comes, you know, from. that I... So don't always any, get all the credit I get. Anyway, anyway, <laughs> we're, we're going to be me. talking about the movies. Um, movies. Give our thoughts on Thor as a character and his progression, and you know, we'll talk. A, even though there's not too much to say, we will be talking about Dark World. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, but to start us off, like you said, it's been this past Thursday, right? Yes. Or was it Wednesday? Was the no, no, Thor's Thursday. Thursday. Yeah. yeah, Thursday. Yeah, uh, was. The ten-year anniversary of Thor. Um, I like how you always pause just slightly to say the shortest movie title <laughs> of Thor. You know what? I like it. I, I was you kidding. better because it's stylish. That's I a, think I mean, I that's a word. Yeah. Sorry, Thor. <laughs> Thor. I'm so Thory. Oh god. <laughs> oh, don't worry. The puns will keep on coming. Do don't they, you worry. Do they have to? They do. I mean, that's that's the, what I'm made for. I feel like there are better things you could do. Like what? Anything. Oh. 
provide a loving home. I don't know. <laughs> Be a contributing member of society. <laughs> I do all that as well. As you pun. Yes. But before we go into that, we are going to do some news. Uh, Rob's got some stuff that we want to talk about or just at least touch on. Yes. All right. Here's the news. This week, Disney and Marvel announced kind of unofficially that Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. is no longer in the canon. They are no longer part of the MCU. A lot of their episodes will not be counted towards the... Um, what's the word I'm, I'm thinking of? Continuity. That's the word to the continuity. Uh, so, so now that brings up the question: Is uh, Agent Coulson alive or dead? Which I would assume he is still dead, since he died in Avengers. Then, right? Have you watched all of Agents of Shield? Well, I no, I, I didn't make it to the end. I, I and I okay. hung in there so, a long yeah, I did time. Too. Uh, spoiler alert: He died and already. No, he died in the show. But did he? Like, does he come back? Kinda. Yeah. Uh, oh, they, that's right. I actually do. They do a life that. model decoy, and yeah. then they do, then they have like an alternate version. It's like not it's it, good. Yeah. They there were some moments in that show where that were actually decent. Um, the where, Ghost Rider stuff is that's really exactly good. Exactly what I was going to um, say. Even even the Inhuman stuff is really good. If only the Inhuman show was any good, which that'll that'll <laughs> be a uh, always it, like as, as much as we like to joke. And it's funny we're going to talk about Thor: The Dark World tonight. Like we're Inhumans and Thor: The Dark World are definitely two of the. Uh, Weakest? Blemish it. Blemishes on, on an yeah. otherwise and pretty good record. Did you make it through all Inhumans? Yes. No. Yes, I did too. Boy, that was rough. Inhumans. I was smart. Do you remember? <laughs> yes, you were. <laughs> they did an X-Men show in the 90s called Generation X. Okay. And that's, it gave me the same vibes. Like oh. the, like Wasn't the leather that a wrestling co- thing? The leather co- no, that's something different. <sighs> but uh, like the leather-looking costume. Yeah. It's so weird because now, like now, especially like with with Wanda and, and uh, Sam Wilson, we've gotten such like comic accurate yeah. costumes. Mm-hmm. But oh my god, let's put him in a leather jacket that kind of looks like his outfit. My That'll favorite work. decision for Inhumans was for them to put their main character as someone who doesn't speak but only glares. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> and sign languages. All right, so our next bit is something that Paul will be able to talk a little bit more about, and that's about Henry Cavill. What can you tell us about Mr. Henry Cavill and his role in Superman in the future? Well, let's just start off by saying Warner Brothers is the worst. They really are. Yeah. Like, there's there's no even defending them anymore. Like, it's just, it's just rough. They're so meddlesome. Um, so they had been talking about doing a, a Superman reboot or a new Superman movie with um, a black Superman. And most most comic fans know of the multiverse, and they know that on one of the Earths there is a black Superman named uh, Calvin Ellis, I want to say, or something along those lines. And he's his own character, like very much like how Sam Wilson is Captain America, but he's also like his version of Captain America. Mm -hmm. So everybody kind of assumed that, and I think J.J. Abrams is going to be the one doing it, they were saying. Everybody kind of assumed that they would try and go that route and, you know, keep the door open for Henry Cavill because he is something of a nerd god right now mm, yeah um but apparently they have decided that they are going to reboot superman the character uh and they are right now the rumors are that they are leaning towards a, a black actor and director to play superman and direct superman respectfully um they announced that on henry cavill's birthday this week Aww, Henry. so just kind of well, a little like just just not not good PR for them, and, and in a time where they really need good PR, um, especially considering Ray Fisher made a lot of allegations yes. about them. Um, and they, we also found out that they cut out John Stewart from the Justice League yeah. Snyder Cut, um, which is funny because we didn't hear a lot about things that they were like, you can't do this under any circumstances. 
But um, originally it was supposed to be John Stewart, and they even had him cast. They yeah. filmed it. They filmed in his Zack Snyder's driveway. There's like all this behind the scenes stuff of it, and it was supposed to be that scene with Martian Manhunter, which I think having John Stewart would have made, or any Green Lantern yeah. would have made a lot more sense. Yeah, well, yeah, I, I agree. Do you think that it's still going to be a different Earth because his, his Kryptonian name is still Kal-El? Uh, Calvin Ellis's Kryptonian name is Kal-El. The, the details so think, are few and far between, yeah. but it, I don't know. I I think it's a, it's not a smart move on WB's part. Um, you know, I'd rather they try and make amends with Ray Fisher or yeah, do I don't think that's happening. And that no, that's also yeah. on him too. Like he he's been very adamant. Like he's like I will only they really, return they if they really you... slighted him. They really yeah. did. And I would have loved to see a cyborg movie especially oh, after yeah. seeing him in Zack Snyder's Justice League, which mm. is also considered not continuity or non-canon. Yeah. Yeah. Um but also I would have loved to see a John Stewart like cuz I I was never a John Stewart fan until the show. And you know the the Justice League show did a great job at having a lot of different diverse characters. Yeah, you know you had you know two women on the team, you had aliens, you had humans, you had this, you had that. So it is kind of a shame that we're not going to get um, a John Stewart Green Lantern movie. He, he might he might show up in the Green Lantern Corps. Who knows? But as we all know on the show, Paul's favorite character is Superman. He very much loves him, and so you can tell the passion that you have about this. Well, and also I know we we talked off air, and we're not going to get too much into it because this is. Uh, a more positive kind of mm-hmm. fun type podcast, but um, <laughs> there there are plenty of of characters of all types of all ethnicities. You know, mm-hmm. obviously the comic book industry, much like the movie industry, uh, is predominantly white, and I have no problem with them uh, adjusting that at some point. But um, I I would rather they do more more black characters or more yeah. you know Hispanic characters. You know, even like uh. You know, we have Black Lightning on TV, which is a very good show. Yeah. I mean, imagine if they were like, we're going to hire a white guy. I think the, I think the fans will really resonate. Yeah. Um, even like uh, Fantastic Four, it felt more like uh, oh, when, when they, they had Michael, Michael B. Jordan, Jordan. like yeah. which I didn't have a problem with per se. I didn't care. But um, it it didn't change the movie. No. It, it, it didn't yeah. do anything. So that, sometimes it just feels like, that hey. That movie had bigger problems. <laughs> it, it's almost like WB, WB's trying to divert the attention. From all the, the Ray Fisher stuff, I think, and I think they're going about it the wrong way. Well, in other news, we also have that Titans has now, now they announced or they filmed or they season three. Season three has its uh, release date in uh, ah. the end of July. Uh, season three is going to start, I believe, July twenty second. That's what I well, heard. I think we're looking at a Titans uh, review. I think some of us need to watch Titans. Some of us need to get HBO Max, <laughs> so, or at least my password. I know that's what I was saying too. <laughs> Sorry, what was that? Um, <laughs> we also found out this week that Doctor Strange was supposed to be in WandaVision's finale, and they ended up cutting it all together. The rumor was that a lot of the commercials on WandaVision were as a result of Doctor Strange um, communicating with Wanda or trying to get through to her. We're not really sure exactly what, because, of course, they couldn't go through with it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they ended up cutting it. Now, there's two reasons what I read as to why they cut it. Number one was, and we don't know which one is true, maybe both of them. One was that Benedict Cumberbatch, because of the pandemic, was not available to come to film his scenes. Uh, another one was that they felt that it was going to too over, too much overshadow Wanda's role on the show. Mm-hmm. So, And both of those are viable. And then the last bit of news that we have, which is a big one for this week, is that Marvel released kind of a sizzle reel. Uh, it's about <laughs> a, a four-minute-long four uh, sizzle reel of a whole bunch of their movies. It had Stan Lee talking over it, which was wonderful. Mm. And uh, they showed us um, a lot of footage from previous films. 
But then they also showed us some new Black Widow footage. And most importantly, they showed us like two and a half seconds uh, of the new Eternals movie Which coming out. Which was basically out. just like two group shots and Angelina Jolie with a sword. You know, yep. it's more than what we've got. Um, I, I am very, very excited for the Eternals, mostly because of the director, Chloe Zhao. Chloe Zhao, uh, you might have read or watched that she just won an Oscar. She will be the first Oscar owning no oscar earning director to direct a marvel film um i know kenneth Branagh has an oscar but not for directing um yeah. or actually i don't think he even got it i think he was just no he was nominated that's what it was he's the only oscar nominated film director whereas chloe Zhao is now the first oscar earning director um she has done a lot of great she did no man land this year she's done um uh, some really amazing work. Um, I really encourage you to check out her past films, um, which titles are, I've seen them all, but the titles are now escaping me. <laughs> something with smoke in the title, and there's something about horses. <laughs> That's all I can remember. Not the horses that were smoking. <laughs> oh, right. Is that the same movie? Oh, my it's actually a kid's movie. <laughs> you see, they, they wanted me to host today, and I went, no, because I'm just too nervous to do this. So I, I took on a smaller role of doing the news. And even right now, I'm nervous. So, <laughs> of, course, of course, those titles are escaping but but that's our news and i'm sure in the middle at three in the morning i'll wake up and go ah the titles <laughs> i'll remember them i then. know what the titles are <laughs> fan feedback friday what? post edit <laughs> post edit yeah that's, that's uh, that post. uh i don't know about that but uh any other news or no nope, that's that... wraps up everything for the oh i'm sorry there there was one more piece um also in that sizzle reel they announced and here we go the rider that's it and songs my father taught me uh, my brother taught me. I mean, those are the other two Chloe's didn't outfits. He Sorry. Didn't he say something about smoke? Because it, it, it was about, I was confusing <laughs> it with another film about Indians, but never mind. Uh, about Native American Indians. <laughs> All right. So that does it for <laughs> we're, our we're news. Not <laughs> There's another film that's very similar in tone to her other film, and it's about Native American Indians. And Sorry. at the very end of that sizzle reel, I'm, we got I'm, a fantastic I'm, four. I'm a big indie film buff so that's what I'm, I'm getting too deep here all right but at the end of that sizzle reel we had two reveals well i should say three reveals now that you bring it up there was the four outline of the fantastic four just to let us have you guys seen the what that could be actually everybody uh they photoshopped uh captain America's shield there instead to be because captain america 4 got re- got yeah revealed. no, no. It, it was Imagine, in the, it was in the funny. style of the fantastic and, four and it had that like electric blue like they did yeah. too. i know which, but but, you know, yeah, yeah. You Which Ryan, know. Ryan Reynolds also tweeted out this week that he would love to see the Always Sunny in Philadelphia cast do. Yes, I saw that. Well, even better, there's, there's, there's a big push for him to play uh, Johnny Cage in the yes. Mortal, in the second Mortal Kombat, which would Ryan be, Reynolds. Yeah. yeah. Oh wow. He even did a, a him promo about it with uh, for his new uh, mobile company, uh, Mint Mobile. Yeah, man. Yeah. He did a like a little promo where he was Johnny Cage. Like it's like it's just a picture, but it's it's really funny. Yeah. Oh, okay. But yeah, the Miz is the other big one that they keep talking yeah. about it's weird when the Miz is the big one. Oh yeah so mtv days to now being like a he was on superstar he was just, on supernatural yeah that too. just so i can redeem myself a little bit the two movies i was confusing were smoke signals and the rider one is about native american cowboys and one is about native american indians so sorry <laughs> i had to redeem myself a little bit there anyway <laughs> no and in the in the next chapter called nobody cares <laughs> Um, I just can't wait to upload this video to YouTube. <laughs> oh, yeah. And everyone gets to see how blushed he got. I am sorry. 
I'll, I'll do some filters. Let me let me let me lean out of the way so the camera gets know, it better. Right? <laughs> uh, and then finally, bit of news from that sizzle reel is they revealed the titles for two Marvel movies, and they I mean they released a whole timeline to show us when everything was coming out. But the more important news was that um, the next Black Panther movie is going to be called Black Panther. Wakanda forever. Yes, and also, and and no, we don't really know anything about it. We don't no, know what it's going to be. Even keeping it. Very, even Michael B. Yes. Jordan doesn't seem to know anything about it. He's um, also saying he doesn't know anything about this new Superman movie. I know. Nor does Andrew Garfield know anything about Spider Man. So yeah, yeah. Right? <laughs> uh, somebody did a Photoshop of Tobey Maguire playing Uncle Ben. I would oh. be. I'd be all about it. He but, seems too young yeah. to play Uncle. He, like his, he's, well, Marissa Tomei. He's not Marissa Tomei's age. But, but this is also who knows how long ago Uncle Ben died. Well, only uh, six, only six right, months prior point. to Civil War. Good actually, point. scratch yeah. that. No, because uh, he, he says he's had those powers for like six months. And since in, yeah. in Civil War, yeah, yeah. now that I'm thinking about it, yeah. but it, it was just funny. And yeah. I, yeah. But that's more of like a, a DC Arrowverse move at this point. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, because uh, you know, with with all the stuff that like John Wesley's ship and all yeah. that stuff, that's definitely like a Flash move. And then the other title reveal they gave us was called The Marvels, which is, if you don't know anything about it or you, it might have missed you, you, you don't realize the significance of that. That means they are bringing not only Captain Marvel together, but they're also bringing Monica Rambeau into it. And they're also bringing Ms. Marvel, which will be a Disney show, and then means they're going to fold her into the movie, which is fantastic news. And, and that is, you know, as I've stated in the past, one of my favorite characters right now is the... Uh, teenage Ms. Marvel from New Jersey, who's a, a Muslim teenager. So I, I'm very excited about that property. And yes. they, we just saw a picture recently of her, and she looks fantastic in the suit. Like yeah. that, that's it's a very accurate suit yes. to the comic. Even Hawkeye's getting an accurate suit. Yeah, yeah. They released a behind the scenes yep. photo of him. He's wearing a. He's got accurate, the purple. Accurate to oh, like the purple accurate. Not not like the with the pointy cowl and all that right. like in the yeah. early comics, but like much more recent. But like color scheme. And yeah, the color scheme and yeah. all that. I'm also excited because we both know Rob forgot um, that Loki got pushed up oh, two I, yeah. whole days. I didn't forget it. I just didn't think I wasn't going to mention it. News. Is it newsworthy? All right. News. It is newsworthy. Yeah, they pushed news up is Loki news. two days, which caused quite a stir in the in the, in our household because Wednesday, cause that means it's on Wednesdays now, and Wednesday nights is when we kickbox, so we had to readjust our kickboxing schedule <laughs> to Tuesday nights. Wow. Uh, and, and now Wednesdays is, which works out for my son, because apparently there are Fortnite competitions every Wednesday now, too, that he can participate in. So, <laughs> so he was he suggested the That's change. Funny. But yes, Loki is now going to be on Wednesdays during the summer, and it's starting June 9th. Yeah. And that wraps up the news. That was a long news. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> from my... From, it's my fault. I'm sorry. It's, it's, it's Smoky my, Horses. It's my first day. What's that movie called? Smoking Horses? Smoking Horses. It's where they, they share the peace pipe. But uh, anyway, let's jump into You want to talk about some Thor? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, we're very Thory about what just happened. Okay, Don't be already, such a already, Thor loser. You, all right, that one was better. But, uh, Thank you. Because you already did that one. You already I did know. Thor. You can't do Thor. You can't do the same one twice. You can't even say it. Yeah, because it's silly. Because you can't do it, you can't say it twice, much less a third time. Why not? Because it's just too much. Oh God, let's talk about Thor. Let's talk about Thor, Thor. baby. Let's talk about you and me, Loki and uh, and Odin. That would have been better. All right, but yeah. yeah. Uh, All right, yeah, so let's, let's get started off. We're gonna that's again. Right, you're hosting. Yeah. So I'm gonna ignore you too. That's why it's completely <laughs> gone off the rails. Uh, but no, we are going to be talking first about. Thor, like we said, it came out 10 years ago, um, and to 
That was the that was the extent of his research. To pretty good success. Are you guys done? He started it. <laughs> if if not, we could just end it right here. You can host. I haven't been recording. <laughs> Imagine this is just YouTube. This is just video. That'd be great. <laughs> not really. Um, <laughs> wait, wait, wait to throw everything off there, Mister Technical. So was anything Thor. really on? Thor. Yes. So Thor, right? So for those that might not know. Uh, Thor, the first movie, we have a little storyline, right? So you have Thor it is cast out of the fantastic real realm of Asgard by his father, Odin, for his arrogance and sent to Earth to live amongst humans. Falling in love with scientist Jane Foster teaches Thor much-needed lessons, and his newfound strength comes into play as a villain from his homeland sends dark forces toward Earth. It's Loki. Loki's the bad guy. I, I thought you were talking about that spoilers. he was being Loki. Oh, that too. Very Come subtle. On, you just spoiled it for everyone. Opened up to $65 million that weekend, which if yes. you think about that now, that's almost quaint. Yeah, that's like um, nothing. Considering that uh, Endgame opened to 200 All of the money. All yeah, the money all of that it. weekend. <laughs> yeah. That's like HBO Max money right now. Yeah. Yeah. $63 million. Yeah. Inflation. Yeah, inflation. <laughs> well, the budget was 150, was and the ending box office was was half a billion dollars. Like it made mm. it, yeah, or just shy of 449.3. Oh yeah, yeah. So yeah, yeah. I mean, like it did it did well. I mean, what 300, 300 million dollars. Oh, you're made. saying for gross profit? Oh yeah, like made back its budget. Net, yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. No, but yeah. budget was 150. It made just shy of 450. So it made about three 300 million. Um, and that's box only office. box office. Yeah. So, you know, um, then you got and, obviously DVD sales and and this was the, merchandise merchandising. This was the fourth film in the MCU. That is right? a fantastic question. I think. Let's see. Iron it, Man. It came Iron out. Man two. It came out after Iron Man two, and Incredible, Incredible Hulk, Hulk came out after that's, Iron doesn't Man. Doesn't count. It's still it's still in the series. It's still continuity. Yeah. yeah. Abomination is going to well. be in the General Ross. <laughs> I know. Abomination yeah, uh, is going to be back in it. Uh, and uh, Abomination is going to be in the uh, She-Hulk show. Yes. Yeah, mm. So, it's continuity. <laughs> it's just Cannon. universal. Mr. Marvel over here. I know, right? Anyway. but So, I, I couldn't even tell you what it is. It, it was fourth. It, it was fourth. Okay. Yeah. So, it went Iron Man, Incredible Hulk, Iron Man 2, because Iron Man 2 ends with Coulson going to the desert. Oh, right. To get the, yes. To get, to go get with me only. The hammer. Yeah. Thor... Captain America, and then uh, Avengers. Then Avengers, right. And then Thor Dark World? It was definitely like right after. Yeah. Yeah. Was, yeah. Ugh, we, we tried. Well, we hold tried. on. Reserve those comments for yes. 20 minutes from now. Um, <laughs> initial thoughts. Paul. Thor is handsome. Awesome. Rob, give us a little <laughs> more insight. Back to Paul. <laughs> um, no. All right, uh, fine. I'll go. So I am, I'm a huge fan of Norse mythology and Viking mythology and that sort of thing. Um. For those of you guys who don't know, I'm Swedish and Norwegian on my mom's side, so I, I've always been really fascinated with that stuff. So I, I had a, a little bit of a basis going in. I heard they have really I thought he fish. was Druish. Just what we need, a Druish princess. <laughs> I don't even look Druish. But um, so like having an idea and of the characters, it's it's always fun to see. Like unfortunately, like also as a comic book fan, I'm like Loki. It's Loki. Like he's. Thor, he's over there. He's doing it. Yeah, it's like watching the movie, and I'm like, it's an obvious villain. <laughs> oh my god, even his hair. Yeah, so obviously villainous. Yes, anyone emo is usually villainous. Easy, <laughs> but uh, so it, it, it's definitely a fun movie. It is, 
it's predictable. It's it's like really predictable. I yeah. think the only time I'm ever kind of surprised is when he tries to lift the hammer and he can't, and I'm like, oh, yeah, kind of figured, but no. Well, I feel like most superhero movies are predictable. That that's fair. That's that's five thousand percent fair. Yeah, there's yeah. a certain kind of. We never to predicted. Some extent, we never least. predicted that uh, we would actually get the snap though in Infinity War. Like uh, that was that was yeah. that was a that was a quite a moment. But uh, you know, it's it's it got a very nice visual effect to it. Um, it's it's weird how this franchise is so up and down. The the Thor aspect, not the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Mm, yeah. But um, Chris Hemsworth na- knocks it out of the park. He's yes. he's fantastic. This was the first thing I really saw him in, and it's yeah. really what what most people know him from. But uh, they do a great job, and I I really it it made us want to see more. And then when we saw more, we were like, um, uh, maybe something different. Yeah, right. And then we got something epic. So, oh yeah. And of course, you know that Liam and Chris were both up for the role. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yes. And when we ended up with Chris, right? Chris. Chris. Yes. <laughs> I always forget which one is which. If it's a Marvel movie, I like it. <laughs> you say Marvel, and I say yes. <laughs> Same plot. Okay. Different colors, even better. But was there a blue sky beam? No, there was a rainbow sky beam. <laughs> they upped it. They upped it for this. What one. did I do to deserve this? Um, smoking horses. <laughs> smoking. smoking. I said it was two different. That's one funny. had smoke in the title, and one had horses in the title. So, Ronnie, what do you think about Thor? Um, I I think he's handsome. Um, he's strong. You know, he drinks it more he, than you probably. Probably. Yeah. I sure hope so. You've gotten better. I have. Thank yeah. you. He does that great trick, you know, when he, that imitation, he drinks like a fish. Yeah. I don't get it's it. It's an old, uh, Yeah. Anyway. Um, Another. But, but like you said, very predictable. Um, I thought casting was great in this movie. Um, and we get to see a couple of the names come, come back um, throughout the movies. And then obviously we get Natalie Portman coming back and... Love and Thunder. Um, we have Kat Dennings, who's was a nice little bright. Surprise. Not gonna lie, I have such a weird crush uh, on we her. We know. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, I, I know. Yes. I, I mentioned it during WandaVision. Yeah, I, I will say it again. I was I was rewatching Thor this week, and that's all I could think of whenever she came on. Was that like yeah. Paul? Paul's so. In- she also has her. one of my favorite lines in the entire series, or I might even say the entire Mar- one of my favorites in the entire Marvel Cinematic Kat Universe. Kat Dennings does. It's the scene in Thor: The Dark World, which again, one of the worst movies, but they all start saying each other's names because of something like with the portal scenes at the end. Oh yeah. She's like Darcy. And like they each say something and then Mjolnir goes flying by and she goes, Mew, 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 Mew. <laughs> I don't know why. Yep. It just always We actually got me. still use that line in our house all the <laughs> it, time. It, oh, mew, Mew. Selfing. Mew, Mew. But yeah, keep going. <laughs> no, I'm done. My, okay. My turn. Yeah, your turn. Uh, oh, take yes. it away, Rob. All right. Um, I rewatched it for the first time this week since 2012 so a lot of water has gone under the bridge since i've last seen this and a lot of marvel movies have been made since so i i tried to watch it with an eye of you know this was one of the very first world building movies where we were off of earth we weren't seeing things that we were usually seeing it was creating this fantasy realm um and also you know this was before the whole essential predictability of a lot of the other Marvel movies that come later. Um, they're not all predictable. Guardians Guardians has some predictability to it, but you got to say yeah. it is a refreshing kind of thing. Um, so I watched it through new eyes, 
and I was, it was neat because, well, first of all, I want a full confession. It is directed by my literal favorite hero in the entire world, Kenneth Branagh. I am an enormous. I am. You think I'm kidding about this? No, no. I am an enormous Kenneth Branagh fan. I worship the man completely, Mr. Branagh. If you are listening to this, what uh, are you, you doing with you your can, life? Yeah, you right? can call Why? me. I'll give you my. Just PM me, and I'll, I'll give you my cell phone. Slides uh, right into seen, the DM. Yeah, right. I've seen him in person twice, actually. Um, once was performing on a Shakespeare play in in the city. He was doing uh, Macbeth, and he. He is Mr. Shakespeare. He is. He knows everything there is to know about Shakespeare. He he did the definitive Hamlet, and it was neat seeing Kenneth Branagh's Shakespearean sensibility come to the Marvel universe in the form of Thor. Because there, if you look at Thor, Thor has a lot of Shakespearean themes to it. You know, the idea of the dueling brothers. Um, there's a lot of things brought in from uh, King Lear, from Henry V that Branagh brings in. And Branagh himself admitted that he's an enormous Thor and Norse mythology uh, nerd as well. So he he was the perfect person to do this. And it, he builds a really cool world. Like it's it, looking at Asgard between, because I also rewatched Dark World. Um, you can, yeah, apologize <laughs> later for that. Um, looking at the two different, you know, clearly Asgard morphs over the time period, but it was neat that Asgard had this sort of sp- steampunk aesthetic to it in the first Thor. Yeah. That was kind of neat. Um, some of the uh, effects are a little wonky. Um, when the thing spins for the Rainbow Bridge, it doesn't look good at all. Um, yeah. The Rainbow Bridge is really, really cool, though. Uh, yes. And But it, it, that's what's neat about this movie is that we didn't have any concept of what any of this looked like beforehand, and Brana said, this is what it's going to look like. And it stayed throughout yeah, so the, much. Yeah, the, uh, the tone, or the, uh, the style is very consistent. Yes. Yeah, uh, and, and it's, it's a really cool origin, f- not for the character of Thor, but for just that whole world. Um, I, I, it, I, Chris Hemsworth is absolutely just fantastic. <coughs> excuse me, fantastic in it. Tom Hiddleston, brought in by Brana from obscurity. I yeah. mean, he was doing like stage, and 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 he did a, um, a, a another show about a Swedish detective with Kenneth Brana out, you know, in Europe, uh, and and nobody knew who Tom Hiddleston was, and now he's he's a huge star yeah. because oh, yeah. of he took off Brana. because of it. Oh my yeah. gosh. Uh, so it's it's just so neat, and it's it's interesting to see to Chris Hemsworth and Tom Hiddleston being so, and no pun intended, so low key in this film that they are you know now that we see them tearing into their roles so much more later on in in the series, they're so just like muted and and mm-hmm. and, and so they're so stern and everything is taken so very seriously, and that's kind of neat there's a, a ch- definitely a cheese factor yeah. to uh, this thor that there are some moments where you're like this is really corny yeah um and it doesn't hold up well at all you know i was saying earlier to them off mic about how uh, thor's costume looks kind of silly in this he's got like enormous shoulder pads in this yeah. film because he's got enormous shoulders <laughs> and, and, and wow, is he cutting through in all of these movies, Hemsworth? Yeah, he yeah. hates doing the uh, the shirtless scenes, though. He's really? like, I don't. Uh, by by Thor Ragnarok, they, like they had to convince him to do it. He's That's like, I don't funny. want to. Yeah, <laughs> I don't want to be known for my body. I'm not a piece of meat, guys. Yeah. It is a neat movie, though. Like it's it's a great starting point for yeah. for a lot of superhero fans. You know, what was also really refreshing is that there was no giant fight at the end of this Thor. It was yeah. really just between two people. Yeah. Well, um, he, did, he fought the Destroyer. 
That was like the big again. Yeah. That's such a small thing, yeah. like which was neat, and, and that's that's where I thought Man of Steel went wrong because when they fight, um, all you know, what, what are those guys? The, the, Paul's having a seizure, I think. Um, when they fight in the middle of Smallville, I thought that was a great scene. Mm-hmm. I wish that was the ending to Man of Steel because it it is like it was perfect, but then they just went so huge. Whereas I this. With the destroyer, it was such a, a good small contained scene, and they built that town too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like they built that town from scratch just so they could destroy it. Yeah, it's a neat production. You, you know, yeah, it was really... one of the best things they did. Um, that you don't really get in a lot of superhero movies, like especially Marvel movies, is they did not kill the villain. It's like the mm-hmm. only movie. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody <laughs> stays too dead in Marvel though. <laughs> to, to this day, he's. Loki's still out there. How many times has Loki died? Uh, Never. They killed him. No, <laughs> uh, in this movie, they right. thought he died. Well, in, yeah. dark, in, in Dark World, he dies. Dark World, Ragnarok. So uh, twice. Um, Ragnarok. Ragnarok. And then it's. Uh, I don't think in Ragnarok they ever think he's. Oh, maybe when he goes out of the Bifrost Bridge. Mm, yeah. So I mean, like you, you could maybe. Does he get snapped away? No, no Thanos, Thanos, Thanos kills him. Kills him in the oh, beginning. Oh right, Thanos kills him yeah, in the beginning by strangling him, which is yeah. awful. Like, re- and that was that was Avenger Loki yeah. too. Yeah. I was like at that point. That's Somebody pointed this hero. out, and I never noticed this. It's really funny how Loki is terrified of the Hulk, but Bruce Banner is terrified of Loki. Yes. Yeah. I think that's a really fun dynamic. I wish yeah. we got more of that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Unfortunately. Hopefully with, one day. Well, the problem with the Hulk is um, the, the rights, the universal rights and all that yeah, stuff. Yeah. Like, it's very similar to the Spider-Man situation. So that's why, like, he's he's been a really good supporting character, but he hasn't yeah. actually been in uh, his one own day. solo film. I hope so. I hope, they, I hope he's in at least Planet in... No, they're never gonna do it. They, no, they, they, that would be cool to see. Yeah. I hope he's at least in uh, She-Hulk. I mean, it would be silly uh, if, if why he's would not. Who, Banner? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It'd be silly if he wasn't. Yeah, yeah I guess so. Yeah. yeah. You want to keep going down the cast list? Yeah, uh, yeah. We have so we kind of touched on Chris and Tom. So we have Natalie Portman as Jane Foster. Mm-hmm. Which she has some real chemistry with him. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, and it's neat to, like it's funny too because it's it's a very natural chemistry that progresses through the film too like in the beginning they are very much on opposites but yes. th- there's some heat generated between the two of them which is funny because have either of you seen the Men in Black reboot with Chris Hemsworth no oh no. it's awful I've heard it's really bad oh my gosh he because which is funny too because he stars Who's in that with her Valkyrie Valkyrie right? yes. okay which is funny because in that movie they have negative chemistry the two yeah. of them which which is weird. Yeah, because they have very good kind of do. They even implied like a little relationship with them at the end. Yeah, but um, yeah, it's, it's very strange. It, but you know what? That's also a sign of the directing and the cast and the and the crew and like mm-hmm. a lot of those things. Like natural chemistry only gets you so far, mm-hmm. um, especially if you're in a crappy project. So it it kind of no, sucks. But yeah. I never saw it. I I once the review started oh, coming yeah. out, I was like, oh. yeah. Chris Hemsworth is great, but he needs to be directed properly. Another. Great spot. Uh, Chris Hemsworth is the only good thing in the Ghostbusters reboot. Oh, yeah. Yes. Yeah, we, we 100%. I think we even named yeah. our... If you guys have not heard, we did do an episode on the Ghostbusters reboot, and I think we actually named it after his cat in it, Mike Cat. Yeah. Or, no, Mike Hat. Mike Hat. Michael Hat. Yes. Hatt. Yeah. So we, we... Answer the phone, Kent. It's in the fish <laughs> tank. <laughs> do you not have glass in your glasses? Well, it kept getting dirty, so... <laughs> he is... Yeah, he's the only good thing in that movie. Yeah. And you know what? It was a great indication of how he was going to be in Thor Ragnarok. Yeah. He's got yeah. very good comedic timing, and I'm glad oh, that yeah. he's finally getting a chance to flaunt it. 
that being just also just want to say that being a bad movie has nothing to do. Actually, I don't blame it at all on the cast. I blame it on the director of that Ghostbusters movie. I don't even blame it on the director. I just think it's a terrible I think story. Paul, I yeah. think Paul Feig is an awful director. Um, I, I think that this is a total tangent. <laughs> yeah, but um, I think just aesthetically it, it was on the right track. Yeah. Um, the opening scene's actually creepy, which mm-hmm. is really good. Oh, yeah. But, I remember that, yeah. But um, the, I don't think the, the cast was not handled well. I, yeah. I personally do not find Leslie Jones funny. No. Um, I, I, I find like her on Saturday Night Live. I, I've seen a little bit. Like, I enjoy her, but she's also, I'm going to be really loud. She, yeah. And, tra- and that's going to be funny. Yeah. And I'm like, no. Um, but you can listen to our episode on that yes. to, to get more into that. Um, any other thoughts on Miss Natalie Portman? She, it's funny in Dark World, she does not have that same level of chemistry. Well, because she did not want to do the movie. Oh, we'll really? Talk, we'll talk about that. Okay. When we get yeah. There. Um, um, and then we have uh, Heimdall, Idris Elba. Um, that's where you're going next. Okay. I really like him. Yeah, Idr- right. Idris Elba is a lot of fun in everything he does. Yes. Um, and it's funny, I didn't really notice him until I rewatched it now, because now that I, he's such a big yeah. star now and everything. <laughs> Um, which I want to put my vote in for him yeah. to be the next James Bond. Actually, I think he's. I think he would be fantastic in it. I still yes. say Henry Cavill. I think he'd be a really good. Speaking choice. of James Bond, did you know Daniel Craig was supposed to be Thor at one point? Oh, that would have been interesting. Huh. Interesting. I would really like to see. Um, now we're on for all the tangents for, <laughs> for Bond. I would love to see the kid from uh, Kingsman. I know it's like really oh, close, yeah. And, yeah. But I think he'd be a really good younger Bond. Oh, yeah. It all depends on what they want to do, yeah. but um, we have uh, Heimdall. He's we I really enjoy him, yeah. you know, and he's he's a character that stays throughout the entire series, which mm-hmm. is funny because he he bashed doing this, yeah, like when this first Did he came really? out. He just hated the contact lenses and the giant costumes and the yeah. headpieces, and like he doesn't get a chance to really flaunt his stuff in this movie. He's he's no, very he, yeah, yeah. 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 yes. Um, we had the Warriors three and Lady Sif. Uh, we won't dive too much into them, but I think Lady yeah. Sif's the only one coming yeah. back for uh, Thor Ragnarok. She yeah. was also on Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. for a few episodes. That's right, she was. Yeah. I, I always thought the Sif in the Warriors 3 was kind of corny. I, you know, it's from it's from mythology, I and know. like it, it's also nice. Like she, It's nice to see a, a female, especially at that mm-hmm. time, who was on par with Thor. I think I'm okay with Sif. It's the Warriors 3, I think. That well, they're, they're, very, they're, they're also very background characters. They're yeah. just kind of there. Yeah. Um, and have, which Shazam plays in the second one. Yeah. 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 Who they originally wanted for this one. Yes. Yeah. But he wasn't available. Yeah. Uh, Anthony Hopkins plays Odin, another character yep. that uh, is in all three of the movies. Yes. Um, it's, it, again, another Oscar winner. It's neat to see real pedigree brought to these roles. Like, I, yeah. I, you know, having people like Anthony Hopkins, it's like, oh, wow, this is, you know, you know, it's it's a movie my mother might watch because Anthony Hopkins is in yeah. it. <laughs> yeah, he brings a it's lot true. of... A lot of nice yeah. gravitas. And he did though. it yeah. and he did it mostly because it was Kenneth Branagh and oh, he, yeah. he wanted yep. to do it. In fact there was I read a story about him that said uh, when they he was talking to Chris Hemsworth and they had all their gear on and he goes, I'm not gonna have to act, am I? <laughs> <laughs> that's that's pretty that's awesome. That's funny. Uh, we have Clark Gregg reprising his role as Phil Coulson. It yep. is a shame we don't have Phil Coulson anymore. Yeah. Um he was he was definitely like that every man who you could definitely oh, yeah, tell. We loved him. We, yeah. Everybody loved Phil Coulson. That's why when he dies in Avengers, like it was heartbreaking. Oh, yeah. We were all really upset. Uh, but he he does oh, great yeah. in this, and I really enjoy him in it. He's the only reason I watched Agents of Shield is because oh, I'm yeah. like, oh my gosh, it's Agent Coulson. We get to most see people him again. did. Yeah. yeah. Uh, we have a uh, Maximilian Max uh, Maximiliano Hernandez as Sidwell, who we also find out later is a. Uh, 
Oh, Agent Sitwell. Yeah. Yes, yeah. this is Hydra. the first appearance of Agent Sitwell. Um, and then really Hail the only Hydra. other ones. Yeah, Hail Hydra. <laughs> uh, really, we have Stan Lee. He makes his cameo in it. Um, yep. But uh, I think the only other ones that I really want to bring up are Sam Jackson and Jeremy Renner in his first appearance of, as Hawkeye. Yes. Yeah. Which was, I thought that was a really a fun scene. Yes. And I, I like you kind of get his banner. He's like, uh, make a call, Coulson, because I'm starting to root yeah. for this guy. Yeah. Like, he's about to, like, take him out. Don't forget about Stellan Skarsgård. And Stellan yeah. Skarsgård, yeah. excuse me, yes. Whose uh, son was up for Thor also. Oh, look at that. Huh. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah. I, I, love the, I love the scene of him and uh, Thor drinking in the bar. Oh, yeah. And yeah. then he comes Boiler in all makers. drunk and he's like, I still don't believe you're the god of thunder, <laughs> but you ought to be. It's just a great. He's, and a, he's, he's a good solid actor that doesn't get enough attention because he's so reliable. Did you see uh, the girl with the dragon tattoo? Yes. Oh, my God. He's terrifyingly yeah. good in it. He's, he's, and he's some, I don't think English is even his first speaking. I, I think it's Danish. Something like um, that, yeah. Yeah. Because I've seen him. I, he was in the original Insomnia uh, back years ago mm-hmm. from when yeah. he was in Sweden. Sweden, you say. Uh, all right. So that's, I think that's going to wrap us up for this movie. Before we go, Star City Ratings. Uh, Rob. It is not a great film by any stretch of the imagination, but it's not a bad film either. Like, I, yeah. I was I, I was pleasantly surprised re-watching it, so I would give it three and a quarter. <laughs> Okay. Which because out of out of ten, that's a seven. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah, well, thir- I, I, three and a half is I, a seven. Like I, I think. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's why I teach English. Um, that's right. I got you. <laughs> no, because it's it's there's it's really corny. There are some yeah. dorky moments. Um, there are things it, like it in terms of laying the groundwork for so many future things. It does such a great job. Yeah. Um, like in fact, you know, with Mjolnir and being able to see what it can do and everything mm-hmm. and how it flies. Uh, yeah. It's, it's, it's a lot of fun, but oh my it's, God, the hammer pulled you off. <laughs> <laughs> the hammer pulled him off. Um, but it's not something that I think I would rewatch often. Yeah. Paul, uh, I teeter. I, I think I'll, I'm going to also give it a 3.5. Um, when we, He's at we, three and a quarter. I, I yeah, eventually got there, but um, <laughs> we we just did our our Star Wars episode. We were talking about Star Wars: A New Hope and where it kind of stacks up. And it, this, I think, this movie also has a very similar problem in that it's hard to look at this movie and not compare it to the others, in yeah. especially in its own series. Yep. Yeah. Um. So that that's kind of how I look at it. Like if I'm going to watch a Thor movie, I already know I'm going to put in Thor Ragnarok, then this, then right. Thor: The Dark World. Yeah. Um. So I I think a three and a half. It it does a good job establishing the characters. Um, but I, I do not think it defines these characters yeah. at all. So it, it was a great first first swing at the ball. Yeah. yeah, but you know what? It's funny. You watch like Iron Man mm-hmm. and you watch like, I'd say maybe up to Infinity War. Tony Stark is still Tony Stark. Mm-hmm. You watch this and then you watch Thor Ragnarok. Thor is not really, really different. It's, they're yeah. very different. Yeah. Yes. I, I want to tackle that yeah. a little yeah. bit. Yeah. yeah. Um, <sighs> Uh, th- this Ronnie is a tough Star- one. Sorry, I, Ronnie, yeah. Star City rating? No, no, th- this is a tough one because, I, like, like you kind of alluded to, like, I'm trying to think of the uh, the scores I'm going to give the other movies, mm. and it's like, where does this fall in between Above those? Thor the Dark World. Well, obviously, but I'm like, in my head, I'm like thinking, all right, Thor Ragnarok is this score, which you'll find out later, but I'm like, is it how lower do I go yeah. for this movie than I would for Thor Ragnarok. Um 
just just because I know what I'm going to give Ragnarok, I'm going to give this a three. I I can see that. Yeah, that's fair. A, a three. Yeah. It's it could above be a three. Average. It's still yeah. above average. Above oh, average. Yeah. It it could be a three five. I you know. Um, but again, I think we get some of the more well known characters and longest lasting characters. Yeah. You know, from these from this movie. Um, I mean, yeah, it brought in know, Loki. Brought in Loki, and That's... obviously Thor. And I mean, you had you know, all, most of these characters that are in this movie are still out, still kicking, alive in the MCU and getting their own you know? Disney Plus shows. Exactly. So, um, I I give us a three. Could be a three five. I think it's funny too, and I had to laugh at the line in Avengers when Iron Man calls him Shakespeare in the park, because mm. yeah. this really does feel like Shakespeare, Shakespeare. in the park, yes. <laughs> the very big park. Yes. <laughs> Doth mother know you weareth her drapes? <laughs> Melanie will never not laugh at that line. I know. She'll yeah. never not laugh at it. All right, so we're gonna keep on moving on after a quick break. So we're gonna take a quick break, and then when we come back, we're gonna tackle Thor: The Dark World. But first, a quick break. This episode is brought to you by Raise Energy, part of Rep Sports. Whether you're looking for a pick-me-up or a little added extra oomph into your day, uh, you could try Raise Energy drinks. They have no sugar, there's no crash, um, and they also have more caffeine than coffee does. Um, they come in some great flavors. You got Baja Blast, you got Sour Gummy Worms, Strawberry Colada, um, Apollo, they, my personal favorite, Voodoo. Um, if you would like to give them a shot, whether it's their energy drinks or they do have different supplements, protein powders, they have testosterone boosters, recovery drinks, metabolism boosters, and so much more. Just go to the website repsports.com and put in the code MISFIT89. That's M-I-S-F-I-T, the number eight, the number nine to get a 15% discount. And welcome back from our quick commercial break. Yes, we are. And we're back. We're going to be talking about Thor The Dark World. And that's it. Yep. Have a great night. Thank you for listening. You can find us on Podbeam and... What's a Podbeam? Screencastify. (laughs) Anyway, don't listen to Rob right now. Uh, So Thor The Dark Dark World. Um, Little quick... Lot for this. Uh, As Dark you can elves tell before he are attempting gets... to plunge the universe into darkness. Thor must embark on a perilous and personal journey that will reunite him with Dr. Jane Foster. As you can tell, there is not a lot of passion for this movie from all of us. Yes. Um, it is. It is one of the lesser Marvel movies. It exists. All I have to say is Loki. Not even like not even Loki really. <laughs> They try. They tried to save this movie by putting it into Avengers Endgame. Going, remember it? Yeah, right. It, it was. It was important. All right. I have to say, I rewatched it in the past day. It's not as bad as you remember. Um, the issues that it has with it is that its main villain is extraordinarily bland and not memorable in the slightest. Mm-hmm. Like most people couldn't even tell you who it is. I think it's pronounced Mal Mal Malekith. Oh, Mal! It's not Malkith. Malekith. Malekith. You just watched the movie, and I don't remember. See, that's how ineffective it was. Mal Malekith and Thrawn. Who's which one's Thrawn? Oh, I thought you were mispronouncing Thor too. <laughs> Where'd the N come in? I panicked. It, all right, it's it's actually <laughs> not as bad as you think. Um, I did read this recently that the director sh- has said. 
I shot a whole bunch of stuff, and what came out afterwards is not what we intended, and that was because of the studio. So, what? Yes. I just read this yesterday. They got Snyder cutted? <laughs> they got air cutted? I think they got Feige cutted. Well, you know, as much as we like to kind of, even even though I'm a huge DC fan, I'm still yeah. going to you know call WB out for its crap. Mm-hmm. Um, it is no secret that a lot of directors have expressed the difficulties in working with Marvel. Mm-hmm. Yes. So having said that, you know who was originally supposed to do this movie, right? Me. Was it Patty Jenkins? It was supposed to be Patty yeah. Jenkins. Yeah. Um, and that's the only reason Natalie Portman signed on. And when they Ooh. removed her, she was bitter. Yeah, she I'll did bet. not give it her all. You you could tell that a little bit in the film. Yeah. That she just did not want to be there. Um, so that yeah. that's... Uh, it's an, it's an unfortunate. What is the director's name in this? I couldn't even tell you. That guy. That guy. Well, that anyway, guy, George, right? That no. guy. Alan Taylor. Alan Taylor. I don't know him at all. No. Uh, well, let me. He I, he directed Thor: The Dark World. Did he? Not well, but he doesn't he did. tell. He doesn't talk right. about it. So now, what happened was he because I, I read his comments. He said they allowed him to shoot whatever he wanted. Oh, they gave no. him what he did. Terminator Genesis. Yes, he too. did. I did oh. know that. Um, which actually he claims is he's proud of. <laughs> um, he said that Marvel and Kevin Feige gave him free reign on the film to shoot, you know, whatever Game style you want, whatever way you want, and and you know you, you're the director, so you're in charge. And he said we, and he said so we did, and then what we saw at the end was not what we really shot. Like so, he had a different vision for it completely. Yeah. They really should have changed the name of this movie to Thor: The Sad World. <laughs> Because a the the or color Thor that shouldn't right. have been made like world. The, it's funny you watch Ragnarok because the coloring in this is so dark, so like very gray, very gray. Like even in the beginning when they're all like partying at the dinner table and he's like another, and they're all like yeah, and you just see yeah. sad Thor. I forgot yeah. to mention this when we were talking about Thor. Now that you bring up color, I was stunned at the drabness of the film. Yeah, um, mm-hmm. that it really was like it doesn't pop the way a lot of the Marvel does now, and and I think I remember that being an issue earlier in in Marvel that they, it it was like there were not a lot of memorable you know cinema aspects to it. Mm-hmm. Um, one thing though, and I forgot to mention this too with the first Thor. Sorry, I'm going back. Oh my god, you have to re-listen to the score from that first Thor. Uh, Patrick Doyle is the the composer. It is fantastic. Patrick Doyle is a great um, composer. He did all of the music for uh, Brana's Hamlet also. Mm-hmm. And it is a very, like, I don't think you remember the score all that well because it is really great. And it's a shame that you don't really hear it ever again in the Marvel Universe. I wish mm-hmm. they would go back to mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. It's quite soaring. Um, but yeah, it is, Thor of the Dark World is so gray. Um, gray, yeah. gray, and more gray, and and you just you want to open a vein to see some color. Yeah, it is so gray. Well, I guess it wouldn't be dark world without the darkness, without though. the darkness. <laughs> That's fair, yeah. right? <laughs> and um, with the incredible motivation of the dark elves, we want to make things dark. Yeah, it it is such. In watching it too, it was such a departure from the first Thor because what this is something that was neat that I haven't gotten the chance to do is watch this, watch Thor and then Thor: The Dark World back to back because you know obviously they didn't come out back to back two years. So apart. yeah, and and there were movies in between. Yes. Um. So it was neat to see them one after the other and to see so many negative changes, like to see some neat changes. Like it was neat to see yeah. Rene Russo get a lot more to do as yes. as R- Riga. Is that her? Name Friga, Friga. 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 
it was close. I was missing. Yeah, yeah, it was, it was <laughs> pretty close. Um, it was neat. She got more to do because she actually kind of got a fight scene. I don't think it was her. It was probably a double. But yeah. Um, and and but there was yeah there were some things that they just went off with that were it was a weird hybrid of fantasy and science fiction that I don't yeah. think really worked where it does in Ragnarok. Um, because th- the first Thor is all fantasy. There's no science fiction, in, and then this has like. Elves with laser beams. Yeah, and it's stuff. got everything. And it's, it's just not. It's, it's yeah. not fully conceptualized. It's not very well uh, thought out. No, completely. it's it's definitely all over the place. Yeah. Um, and like you said, it's like it, they they try to go over the top, and they they went over the top in a terrible way. Yeah, like I was watching the scene when um, the elves attack Asgard and it seemed like a, f- a Lord of the Rings version of the Death Star battle. It was just <laughs> it was too strange for me. Yeah. Um, and I, I like a strange hybrid genre mashups, but this one wasn't working at all. Yeah. I think also the ether doesn't work for me. Yeah. That's um, the reality stone. I get that, <laughs> but it's like and I still don't understand when it becomes the reality stone. Does it solidify? Yes. Yeah. Why? Because because stones are solid. Because movies got a movie. <laughs> Rule of cool abides. Yeah. Yeah. The ether just didn't make too much sense for me as to why it exists and what it is and how. Yeah. I mean, I know it's eternal and whatever, but. It's yeah, floaty. I feel like they made it without thinking it was going to be an infinity stone. <laughs> like it was just supposed to be yeah. like, sort of like when they did the first Thor and there's a flash of the infinity gauntlet which they make fun of in Ragnarok yeah <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah this this movie's just it's like don't get me wrong it's got it's got some redeeming moments in it like there yeah. there there's definitely some humor in it um having Eric Selling Selving pa- Selving with no pants yeah. um that was a little okay um but it it definitely it has moments where where you laugh, where you enjoy it, but for the most part, it is it's so forgettable. Yeah, like it people is. Yeah. forget it's there. Like if if somebody was watch, if somebody's like, I want to watch as many Marvel movies in order, you know, like you could tell them you you can skip Thor Ragnarok. Oh yeah, Dark World, Dark World. Or that one, excuse me, um, Thor the Dark World. All right, question for you both: Which is worse, this Thor Dark World or the um, Iron Man Two? Thor the Dark World. Yeah. Really? Iron Man 2 has um, great... Whiplash. Whiplash. Whiplash is... Like, at least he had some character motivation. Yeah. Like, his dad worked with Howard Stark, and Howard Stark kind of burned him, and he's like, this is my my revenge mission. You know, um, he wanted to just take down Tony Stark, like Howard Stark took down in his world. Uh, But you also had Don Cheadle as, as... Rhodey, mm-hmm. um, you had some great fight scenes with uh, the two of them, and then at the at the ending against all the drones is a lot of fun. You have the first Black Widows, the uh, first Black yeah, Widow appearance. scene, yep. Yeah. Um, and I love the scene where Happy beats up the one guy. He's like, I got yeah. him. <laughs> She's so happy, but then he sees like a hallway of just beat up guys. But Thor: Dark World has Cat Dennings. That's very true. <laughs> um, but I will always say Scarlett Johansson. I was gonna say uh, Scarlett really? Johansson. Scarlett Johansson greater than Cat Dennings. Oh yeah. Oh, interesting. Um, this movie to me, it, Ooh, it got warm it, down here. It's not as bad as I thought it, as I remembered it. Like there were some really great fun scenes in it. Like I have to say that that battle scene when they're going through all the portals is I I always thought that was a lot of fun in terms it's, of it's playing yeah. physics. Yeah. Um. And then, and also like with uh, Mjolnir just chasing them around. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. That's trying just to a funny visual himself and everything. Yeah. 
And but again, it goes back to like the next in Thor Ragnarok, we learned that his power doesn't come from the hammer; it just focuses right. it. Yeah, and he doesn't need it. And we're, we're going to talk about this when we talk about kind of the auxiliary stuff that he's in. And then, but I'm going to get this axe though; that'll help. Yeah, yeah. But uh, I, I just again, this movie's just forgettable, and it, yeah. it's sad when you have a Marvel movie that's forgettable. All right, one good thing. Say one good thing about Thor: Dark World. Mew mew. <laughs> <laughs> It has some very good comedic moments, which it's it kind of plants the seeds. I think Marvel was also really still trying to find its footing after Avengers. Yes. Like it wasn't yeah. sure. Avengers was such a home run that they I don't think they figured it out beyond that. Yeah, and also, you know, they didn't realize that Thor could be a great solo act, but they were still kind of – he needed a better supporting – this Thor needed a better supporting cast and story. Yeah. And he just didn't have it in this one. You don't think Ian, the intern, was a good supporting character? I think uh, his roommate that he gets in that short is much better. Did you ever see that? Oh, Thor's we'll get to that. We'll yeah, get yeah, to yeah. that. <laughs> what, Nate, you, your turn. Say one nice thing about Thor Dark World. It ended? Um, I didn't fall asleep watching it. Okay. That's nice um, to raise energy, proud member of... <laughs> yeah, right? Um, To be honest with you, I felt like it was a, a small step in the right direction for the character of Thor. Okay. Yeah, that's it. That's the only nice thing I could think of. And that was a struggle. His, uh, his costume looks cooler. Yeah. Because you can see his muscles. He's yeah. got muscles. Yeah, I, I was admiring his arms when I was watching this. I'm like, yeah. Yeah. Serious. Everybody was. And he's got even bigger for the next one. Yeah, yeah. right? Yeah. Soik. All right. So moving on to our Star City rating. Paul, you'll go first for this one. Two and a half. Okay. It is a completely average movie. Yeah, it is. It is not something I would ever write home about, but it's also not something I'm, I will trash relentlessly. Mm. Uh, again, it's forgettable, and I think for a movie to be, especially a Marvel movie, to be forgettable, like as as a movie, two point five. As a Marvel movie, I'd even say two, yeah. just because yeah. it is just because we have high expectations. For well, it's yes. not even that. It's like if if I have if I have a, a twelve pack of beer, and eleven of those it's beers not are enough. Re- Red flag. Um, <laughs> and 11 of those beers are really, really, really good. But then that 12th one's okay. It it, it affects the whole. That's devalues the entire it, yeah. Exactly. Pack. So, or if I have a, a book series that, you know, 10 books, and then there's one right in the middle that just doesn't do it it's for like me. It's like as if Harry Potter 4 ended up not being good. Yeah, and I yeah. love Harry Potter 4. That's my favorite book. <laughs> it's a shame. But yeah. <laughs> uh, Rob? Uh, I'm going to give it... Three. Three out of five, um, which, again, on a scale of 10, gives it a six. Right? Right? Yep. Okay. Good job. Yes. Um, I think it, it – I like the way you said it, that it's a very small step in the right direction. It progresses it in the – it doesn't backpedal anything. It doesn't create negative problems. Um, it just is like it, – it's it's crime is that it's bland. Yeah. Um, I will still watch if given two televisions and one has the majority of the DCEU on and this is on one, I would definitely still watch this over, say, something like Suicide Squad or – Justice League or Man of Steel That's or Batman some, v Superman. Some people, you know, don't like steak. You know, it's <laughs> can't account for taste. Yeah, so, funny. all right, I, yeah, it's it's not as bad as I remember, but it's also it's not great. Yeah, it's just ordinary. Ronald, um, two and a quarter. That low. Um. Well, because this is my thing. I don't think the, it's a two. Low average. Cause well, because well, this thing, I, I don't I think re- it's a two, mm-hmm. but 
I think it deserves less than half a point deduction off of Thor. So that's why I'm going with two and a quarter. Because <laughs> I feel like two and a, 2.5, it's definitely... It, I, Maybe maybe I'll bump up my Thor score to three and a quarter. Bump up, the, bump up the Thor score. Yeah, bump it up. You know, but just because this is an average movie, like you're saying, it's just forgettable. I like if I didn't like, I didn't have time to rewatch it, but I definitely like read like the synopsis and everything about it again. Um, and and it's just I was like. Oh, that's right. That happened. You know, like I can't, I could not, if I didn't do that, I wouldn't have been able to talk about this movie at all because it's just so forgettable. Um, so I, I would say two and a quarter, two and a half, you know, average, slightly below average of a movie. Okay. Um, but we're going to keep on moving on. We're going to be going on to argue, arguably now, the greatest. Hold on. Yes. Before we get to Ragnarok. Uh, you brought it up. Did I? Oh, Daryl Short. Daryl Short, yeah. Now, this, because this, I think, sets up a lot for Ragnarok. Um, if you're not familiar with it, Paul will tell you about it. So it's <laughs> um, it's a short where Thor is living on Earth, basically, and he has a roommate named Daryl. And it is just a delight. It is a fun little... Daryl from was the it just, It was just one episode, I think? No, there or, were a few. There, there was, was a few of them? There, yeah. It, it was very funny, and um, it was kind of like shot like The Office a little bit, or like a modern family, where they're talking to the camera. Yeah. So they, um, they Mar- do like the interviews and stuff. It's, it's fun. Marvel started somewhere around Captain America doing Marvel shorts. They did one with Coulson. Yep. They did um, uh, All Hail the King. All Hail the King, where they tried to fix their Mandalorian yep. mistake. Uh, oh, not Mandalorian, excuse me, Mandarin. Mandarin. <laughs> Mandarin. <laughs> oh, same thing. That would have been a great movie, too. Am, oh, yeah. I am the Mandalorian. <laughs> You'll never see me and Baby Yoda coming. Um, yeah, and they, they did a bunch of these. There's, I think, something like eight of them. Something like that, And yeah. uh, they decided to do Daryl and, and Thor. And Thor is sort of like a... Well, because I think we can all agree that some of the best comedy that comes from Thor is the fish-out-of-water comedy, where he, you know, like in the first Thor when he's in the coffee shop and he throws the mug down and it smashes. Um, you know, that's... Or when he gets hit by a car or when he gets, you know, jabbed with a needle and goes down the yeah. the wall uh, because he's getting passed out from the drug. Um, those fish-out-of-water moments are what make Thor so great. And so they said, let's put him in sort of an office-style uh, uh, comedy, and then you have Daryl. Daryl. Uh, and I think that that sets up us a lot for the comedic tone that is Ragnarok. Yes, uh, because it was the first time that it was just flat out comedy with Thor. Yeah. Now you can introduce. Yeah, there you okay, go. thank Sorry. you. Gosh, we throw things. For- so <laughs> this was actually, but just throwing going back go to ahead. it. It's oh all, it was God. also a team. It's called the Team Thor film series. <laughs> so it was Team Thor, Team, team Thor, Team Thor Part Two, and then Team Daryl. Team Daryl. Yeah, and and then there's a Grandmaster one. There's a Grandmaster yes. one. Yeah. And they're all done by uh, Taika Waititi. Did he really do yeah. those? Yeah. Huh. Uh, they came out with different movies. Uh, Captain America Civil War, Doctor Strange, and Thor Ragnarok. That's fun. Interesting. All right. Now and now where are we going on to Ragnarok? Then came Taika Waititi with yes. Thor Ragnarok. Um, like I say, uh, hands down, 
the best movie with Thor in it, or I shouldn't say with Thor in it, but best Thor movie. Um, so brief little synopsis for this. Imprisoned on the planet Sakaar, Thor must race against time to return to Asgard and stop Ragnarok, the destruction of his world, at the hands of the powerful and ruthless villain Hela. It was a hell of a good time. Did you say that louder for the people in the back? It was a hell of a good we time. We heard you! <laughs> <laughs> um, can't pun, only Ronnie can pun. No, you did a great job. And this I'm proud is, of you. This is really Taika Waititi. If you're not familiar oh, yeah. too much with him, um, they kind of—he was already starting to come up. He did uh, a movie called "What We Do in the Shadows," uh, which is a, a documentary-style comedy about vampires, which is brutally funny. Uh, he did another movie called "Hunt for the Wilder People" with Sam Neill, uh, which is again has that really cool, just offbeat. New Zealandish humor to it, uh, and he also did Jojo Rabbit, which was nominated for yeah. uh, Academy Award. He was also in Green Lantern. Taika Waititi was. Yeah. What was he in Green Lantern? He was Hal Jordan's like best friend guy. Oh God. <laughs> he's, yeah, like, he, he's an actor also in term and, and a, di- a director. He's also Korg. He's awesome. He's, he's Korg. And in The Mandalorian, he plays uh, IG eighty. I know it's not eighty eight. It's not eighty eight. Yeah. Whatever the IG number. unit. Yeah. yeah. Taika Waititi is very talented. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, and he, oh, and I totally forgot he did a whole bunch of uh, Flight of the Concords uh, episodes, which if you haven't, if you are not familiar with Flight of the Concords, it is, you got to get HBO Max. Is it like Smoking Horses? <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> I'm, oh, that man. I'm more worried about Paul Lang at this point. <laughs> My electrician? <laughs> oh, oh, no, the guy you were talking about right during there. our episode. <laughs> that's great. Anything. <laughs> Host. Sorry. Host what? away. <laughs> you can host host away. Distracted. No way. That, that was great material, guys. Great job. Way to stay on topic about Thor Ragnarok. Thor Ragnarok gives us the buddy comedy that we always didn't know we wanted, but suddenly we got with Hulk and Thor. Now, do you guys prefer the Thor and Hulk stuff or the Thor and Bruce Banner stuff? Oh, oh. Bruce Banner, definitely. Yeah, oh, really? Oh, absolutely. Really? I, I think... <laughs> I, we, we fought. Did I win? Yes. <laughs> no, I won. That doesn't sound scene. right. <laughs> I, I love Bruce Banner's insecurity that he has mm-hmm. in this. Yeah. He does have nine PhDs. Yeah. <laughs> Throw your PhDs at them. He is the strongest Avenger. Yeah, definitely Bruce. Yeah. <laughs> the stupidest Super Avenger. Avenger. <laughs> That's what we call you. <laughs> I do love how Thor drops both the same line to both Banner and the Hulk. I don't even like that one. You, yeah. You're the one I prefer. <laughs> yeah. It is It is a... Taika Waititi is so good with comedy, and, and he handles it so well. And with Chris Hemsworth, you know, because remember too that at this point, Chris Hemsworth was hinting at what he could be as a comedian. We didn't yeah. really know he could be that funny. Watch Thor, and you'd never think that guy could do comedy. Mm-hmm. And Waititi definitely saw that and drew that out of him, and, and put him in such ridiculous situations. We get some moments of it in the first Avengers, is where it kind of starts. But that's Joss Whedon's writing. Yeah, um, you know, like the whole. You know, Loki may be out of his mind, but he's you know still of Asgard, and he's my brother. He killed ninety-seven people. He's adopted. He's adopted. <laughs> yeah, but that that was like his first real good delivery of comedic timing and kind of a, a nice little hint. But um, I definitely think this movie is hands down probably top five in the MCU. I think that's a, yes. a really fair. Definitely in terms of of solo movies between this and, and Winter Soldier, like 
probably top tier. I, I yeah, I, I agreed. It is. It might be my favorite of all the movies. It, I might actually enjoy this more. Well, I enjoy it for different reasons. For, for yeah, Winter yeah. Soldier, mm-hmm. but this is endlessly rewatchable. Oh, it's got a huge so rewatch uh, uh, value to it. But um, what about you, Ronnie? The did you answer the the Bruce Banner or Hulk dynamic? Which one did you like more? Uh, neither. Because because I'm, cause I'm right down the line. Because I can't choose. Oh, okay. Yeah, I, oh, can't I thought choose. it was just being really difficult. Like I didn't like any of that. No, 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 no. I just sir. can't. I can't choose because they both have their moments. Um, like I, to this day, the the scene where he he's in the arena getting ready to fight, and and, and he sees Hulk. And the sun's going down. <laughs> you know, I, I like to me like that that entire scene is just. One of the best scenes in the MCU. He's a friend from work. <laughs> yeah. Apparently, that line was given to him by a, a kid who was visiting the the set. Like, yeah. Um, I, I believe he was sick. I had heard that. Yes. And that that's awesome. But yeah. I will say, you know what my favorite favorite comedic bit in this entire movie is, and it always gets me when he's talking to Valkyrie after he gets his chip off, and he's like, "Well, I'm gonna go down there," and he gets the ball from Hulk. And he's yeah. like, and he throws it, thinking it's going to break the window. He's like, because that's throws it. He gets hit back and he drops. <laughs> yeah. Yep. And you know what? This one, this movie, I, I I, would go so far as to say that this is the first MCU movie to introduce physical comedy. I don't yeah. think we've really seen that in the MCU before this. A uh, little in Iron Man 2, uh, when he's drunk in the suit, I think is the closest you that's get. more sad. <laughs> yeah, I know. But like, that's the closest like, that yeah. you can get yeah, to, I agree. to physical but, comedy. Yeah, there, there's some real like Chaplin-esque, kind, Buster Keaton-esque kind of comedy in get this. Get help! Yeah, uh, yeah. I don't want to do get help. <laughs> Not doing get help. Um, yeah, the, and, and I don't know where Watiti gets it from. He, he's, he clearly is being influenced by some of the silent comedians with some of the work that he's doing here. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's, it's brutally funny. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I still laugh every single time. It's such a great visual is when Bruce Banner jumps out of the, the spaceship onto the rainbow bridge. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just lands. Clunk. <laughs> and like actu- that, and such, actually dies. That's yeah. such a great little physical comedy bit. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It, and we got to say the, the music in tune with the visuals. So this yes. movie had surprising bouts of incredible visuals. Uh, the, mm-hmm. the ones that kind of stick out for me are when they do the flashback of Valkyries fighting uh, Hela. Yeah. It's, it's really cool. But, uh, it's like then, an album cover. Yeah. yeah. And then when Thor powers up and, you know, you got Immigrant Song playing and yeah. you get that shot of him just landing. Yeah. Oh, iconic. Or the the one of Hela, yeah, attacking. Yeah, there's there's a lot of those big moments like that are... Yeah, it, it, and it looks like something off of a Led Zeppelin album Yeah, um, that you would see there. Yeah. Uh, and, and just... It's also one of the first MCU movies to actually pop off the screen with its colors. Oh, yeah. Um, I, I saw a video with Watiti talking about his production design style, and he talked about how so much was influenced by Jack Kirby uh, and the way Jack Kirby drew in the comics. Uh, and he, he traced like specific lines and specific designs that he took specifically com- from Kirby. Um, and it's, it's just a brilliant production design because it does feel like it's jumping off the screen mm-hmm. at you. Awesome. All right, we get we get some uh, new characters in, in this uh, movie. Uh, yes. You got Korg. I'm Korg. This is me. <laughs> I'm made of rocks, but don't let that intimidate you, unless you're made of scissors. We had a revolution, <laughs> but we didn't bring enough flyers. I didn't print enough pamphlets. <laughs> the only one that came is my mom and her boyfriend, who I hate. 
I have hanging up in my classroom a um, an Uncle Sam uh, picture, but it has Korg on there. It says, <laughs> starting a revolution, bring a friend. <laughs> That's great. Um, some other new characters we have is we had the Grandmaster, mm-hmm. uh, yes. portrayed by Jeff Goldblum. He's just the best. Yeah. Jeff Goldblum is a national treasure. Oh, I would yeah. love to have a drink with him and just let him talk. Oh, God. If if you ever get – do you have Disney Plus? Yes. You have it? Okay. You don't have it? Well, I really enjoyed watching Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Oh, right. Time. That's true. <laughs> and WandaVision that we did episodes on and, and you know, the Mandalorian. No. I, I, I didn't uh, want to no, say anything. I wanted him to catch. Oh, thank you. Uh, so I would encourage you to watch Jeff Goldblum's uh, documentary series. I've heard. I heard it's really funny. I, We've seen the whole thing. We, we enjoyed it really as a family. It was very – you know, it's, it's he inserts himself into the situation yeah. all the time, and he does his Jeff Goldblum shtick and everything. Um, but it's it's really entertaining and, and interesting too. Yeah, Goldblum really can just spin anything into gold. Yeah. Um, and, and that he thought of the Grandmaster uh, for this. Goldblum. Gold, he, Goldblum. <laughs> I love gold. <laughs> <laughs> and he he is relentlessly funny, and he's, I think, the only thing that upstages Chris Hemsworth in every single scene. Yeah. yeah. Uh, we also got Tessa Thompson as Scrapper 142 and Valkyrie. I was like, who? <laughs> No, I got you. 142. No, I got you. I got you. <laughs> um, who definitely, I, to me, probably came out of this movie as one of my favorite characters to come from this Thor, movie. Really? Thor's too, from, yeah. From, from, from this, from the movie, yes, to come from it. Interesting. Yes. Do you have a reason why? Like, you want to elaborate? Because Rob's really confused. I am. How is he confused? She's a, she, she's a badass? No, she is cool, but she just... Her her act, I you know what? Having seen her in Men in Black and in other films, I'm like, well, she's not as good as an actor as I originally thought. Because yeah. I saw Ragnarok, I'm like, wow, she's a lot of fun. And I think those other films kind of tainted it, especially. Mm-hmm. I gotta say, especially Men in Black, yeah. she was quite terrible in it. Wasn't she in Creed? In Creed two? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Was it the second one? No, I think she's in both. She plays the girlfriend. Yeah. Okay, I did yeah. see. I only saw the first one. Yeah. yeah. Both, both very good. So movies. why why Valkyrie? I think he's just got a crush on her. And he doesn't know how to say it. No, I would have just she's said it. But yes, I do. She's not interested in you. No, I know. At least Valkyrie isn't. No. <laughs> well, they uh, never established that. There was a cut. I don't know if it was a cut scene or if it was a cut moment from the script, but there was a moment where she sh- they showed her like the next day, and she's amongst a pile of women. Yeah, but I think yeah. I think she's bisexual. She. Might so be. you're saying there's sure. a chance? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm still it's a fictional oh, character. So you just love the badassery that is Valkyrie. Yeah, and I, I think it's a, I mean, and then just seeing her throughout the other movies and take on, I can't wait to see her become um, more involved and become the basically than what she's ending up becoming the queen of New Asgard. Mm-hmm. You know, um, bisexual confirmed. Bisexual. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, but no, I think she was just a great little, at the time, a sidekick to Thor, you know, um, and it was a nice little surprise and everything. And cause it, it didn't seem like this would be a character that would make it out and continue. Um, at the beginning when we first get introduced to her, but I think throughout the movie, she just gets stronger and stronger and, um, she does it, not a big character arc in the movie, but she does progress a little bit with uh, who she is and understanding and everything. 
Yeah. Words. Words. <laughs> Podcast. Well, right, yes. What about Kate Blanchett? Who? I'm just kidding. Kate <laughs> Blanchett. Better than Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so yeah, Kate Blanchett as Hela, the, which is Thor's older sister. Um, the goddess of I'm death. The goddess of death. Yes. Um, best. What, what do you want? You think she's better? She looks great. She's got some good moments. See, I love Kate Blanchett. I think she's yeah. an incredible actress. And I didn't think she got as many good moments as she deserved in this. Mm-hmm. I thought she was kind of shafted a little bit. Yeah. I no, every, every person who fought her was shafted. Yeah. <laughs> so she actually uh, studied capoeira for the role. What did she study? Capoeira. capoeira. Brazilian dance fighting. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. For the role. I learned something new. Yeah, right. Yeah. Look at that. Knowledge. Brazilian dance fighting? What does mm-hmm. that entail? It's uh, like a very acrobatic and flowing style yeah. of, of fighting. Uh, you can see right. it a lot when she does a lot of those yeah. acrobatic moves. Yeah. All right. Yeah. yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, and then she kicks Thor's ass and takes yeah. his eye. Yeah. Which was really, really cool. I, I'm glad they went in that direction for a couple movies. Yeah. Uh, and then totally cheapened it by giving him a robotic eye almost immediately. But you know what? He's got more of a badass story than Samuel L. Jackson. Mother, Mother flurkin. Yeah. Um, well, we are, is, we we do have to talk about uh, Thor in the other movies. It is better yeah. than when they cut off his hand in the Dark World when it turned out to be a trick. <gasps> yeah. Yeah. Stupid Dark World. <laughs> uh, Star City ratings for Thor Rag- Ragnarok. <laughs> oh, Ragnarok. Man. Who wants to go first? I'll go first. You went first, and then you went first, and now I go first. Thank you for explaining that to the You're welcome. Don't you worry. Um, I'm going to give this too. It really helped. The visuals really helped the listeners. I talk with my hands. What do you expect? (laughs) You went first. The audience is like, me? (laughs) Anyway. Star City rating, Ronnie. I give this movie a 4-5. Woof. Woof. Is that a good woof or bad woof? it's a good woof. Oh. Mm-hmm. You woofed before, and it was it for a bad a, reason. It is an impressive woof. Okay, yeah, uh, four or five. Um, again, the comedy is just what makes this movie what it is. Um, you had a great story; it was well written, um, uh, great direction, and everything. Um, and the way that it sets up uh, the future for Thor and his story. And then obviously progressing the MCU in a whole as well, um, I thought was a great job. So I give this a four five. Paul, um, I give this movie. It's it's tough. Um, as a as a movie, I give it a four five. As a Marvel movie, I I actually only give it a four because I compare it to the other movies in this in Marvel mm-hmm. that are near perfection. I still I love this movie. It is in my top five Marvel movies, but it is not perfect for me. And like, yeah. um, I, I I give either Civil War or um, Winter, Soldier. Winter Soldier that four or five. And I would I think when we did our Avengers Endgame and and uh, Infinity War, I think it was four and four or five also. Mm-hmm. So like, the, it's the only movies in the in these series that are really up there for me. Like. Um, as great as Avengers is, like I'll it still. It is too happy for a DC movie. I want darkness and I want depression. No, then I would watch uh, Thor: The Dark World <laughs> or uh, Iron Man Three 
or um, so like Iron Man two. So your Star City reading. I, I'm gonna I'm gonna <laughs> stick with the four. I think yeah. it's a it's a solid movie. It's a great movie. It is definitely the strongest of, of not only the Thor franchise but also one of the strongest in the Marvel universes. Um, film series but i could i could also argue for a four or five like mm-hmm. really it it's it, it's one of those movies that goes back and forth yeah. I, I, but like if somebody asked me to recommend a marvel movie it is definitely one of the first ones i yes. recommend rob i'm sorry that i'm gonna again go to my quarter points quarter star system um i am gonna give this four and three quarters wow it is really tremendously that high for me i feel this might be my favorite marvel movie Wow. Yeah, it, it really is. I, I, I've watched it in a, a few times. I, I Every time I sit down to watch it, I'll watch the whole thing nonstop. Like, there's no, like, oh, I only have five minutes. You know, even yeah. if I only have five minutes, I'll still spend two hours watching it. <laughs> um, every moment is just so funny and so perfect. Um, it Like, I think Hella might be my only complaint about it, that they just didn't give her enough to do. Mm-hmm. Um, but it is... The humor is his. I love New Zealand humor. Um, I think that's a funny genre. Uh, Jermaine Clement uh, in Flight of the Concords and everybody. Um, but yeah, I think it is that good and that funny. And I think it's just so so tight as a movie. Like it's so well edited and put together that it's got this great cadence to it mm-hmm. of comedy uh, and action. And it's a great mix of it. And and ca- the character work is just fantastic. Yeah. Awesome. Um, I do know we wanted to touch on some of his I'm other what? movies that he's, Get your he's hands been up in. Meal near. <laughs> I brought Meal near with us, by the way. Yes. And Rob is immediately not allowed to I'm, play with I it. Can't touch it. <laughs> I, have a, I have my own Meal near that when you press the button, it makes sounds and lightning. No big deal. But uh, <laughs> but he can't pick it up. He can't pick it up. I'm not worthy. <laughs> um, I think we're not worthy. We, uh, if you guys have been listening, we just did a, a recent episode on Avengers Endgame and Infinity War, and I'm pretty sure we brought up uh, the Thor stuff with it. So um, I don't think we're going to talk too much about that. But like, that, and that's the thing: you watch Avengers and, and and even Age of Ultron. He's in Avengers. He, I mean, in both movies, he's really just there to he moves the plot forward. Yeah, yeah. Especially in Age he's of Ultron. Device. Yeah. Um, it, it is until Infinity War and Endgame he really gets. His own, yeah, his own arc in those movies, yeah, and they just put him in the first two to be like he's an Avenger, everyone. Well, he, you know, obviously he's dealing with Loki, yeah. and you know that in the first one, and then the second one, he's like, I gotta learn about these rocks, man. Yeah, like I'm gonna go to this pool, and lightning, <laughs> yeah, and water spirits, and I'm gonna wear this hood, and nobody's gonna know who I am. <laughs> so I, I really don't think there's much to say about him no. in the Avengers movies because unfortunately, like he's not. He's not he, a big he made, part. He turned Vision on. Yeah. Yeah. Just get a, I had a Vision and named him. He turned Vision on. This is a family show. Oh, yeah. Full on robot activation, if you know what I mean. Oh, yeah. I don't know what you mean, but let's go Scarlet on. Witch does it, too. It, okay, now it's not family friendly. <laughs> get the lights. <laughs> but uh, anything else we want to say about Thor? No. I'm really excited to see. I'm, other than he's got his new movie. Thor Love and Thunder, mm-hmm. which is coming out soon. February? Yeah. That's a great question. <laughs> Maybe. Uh, yeah. Well, let's see. I know the next thing is Black Widow. Then after that is Eternals. Then after that is Spider-Man. Yes, then Thor yeah, May, six, May 6th. So a year. A year in from a year. yesterday. So, right. t- so, 12, so 12 years after the first one came out. Yeah. yeah. To the you day. You know, I'm surprised you didn't mention this other character in Thor Ragnarok. 
Who? Matt Damon. Oh, uh, <laughs> he's supposed to be yeah. in the new one too. Yes, yes. Yeah, I'm and Melissa McCarthy. Yes, that's funny. I hope they do something similar because that. Oh, yeah, that that was a good scene. So that wraps up Thor Ragnarok for us, and we and solicited your feedback on Facebook today. Paul, why don't you tell us all about the question and what some of our better answers from our listeners gave us? Hmm? <laughs> <What>? Tuesday. <laughs> <laughs> cannot type Facebook fast enough. No, no, just you know, doing all the production stuff, and you know, so we really had our prepared. fan Friday, fan, and it's fan feedback Friday. Stop trying to take that away from we me. We had fan Friday, um, where we did ask the question about uh, what superhero costume uh, would you like the best? Sorry, live action superhero suit. Um, we had answers. I got, I got it ready if you want. <laughs> well, I have it right here too. Okay. He's the host. We we had uh someone say Ronan, the Hawkeye, oh, Hawkeye from cool. Avengers Endgame. Unfortunately, you don't get to see the actual face of it. So. Yeah. Uh, we had somebody say Black Lightning suit. And there was that no that thing is fire, Ooh. and I want one for myself. It's really weird it's how really light- fire is lightning, but it, it's weird how lightning's misspelled. So yeah. <laughs> I, I just go light, lightning. Lightning. Yeah. We had somebody else say, uh, WandaVision Scarlet Witch suit for sure. I wrote but that one. But I also love Anne Hathaway's Catwoman suit. Uh, someone else said, Kingdom Come suit from Crisis on Infinite Earths. We had someone else say, the Captain America suit from Endgame. And if you want to hear more from that person, check out the latest episode of Cinematic Adventures dropping next week. Uh, we also had someone say Batman's Dark Knight suit, hmm. and then we have uh, Black Panther suit, uh, the new one that he had for half a Civil War, and then on from there. That's not that black. doesn't. No, he gets the new costume in Black Panther. He has a different costume in Civil War. Yeah. Okay. Half of Civil War. I don't get. He he gets no. He gets a new one in Civil War. No, the one doesn't. with the purple. That's from Civil War. No, it's not. Black Lightning spelled properly. No, now it is. <laughs> but no, re- wonder, re- wonder who changed that. Refresh no, he, the page. Uh, but Black Panther, he gets the new suit in the beginning of uh, his movie with the necklace and all the purple. Because he, he's still wearing the old one and sure he makes fun of it. That you actually have to put the helmet on. Yeah. So that person really needs to do their research. <laughs> yeah. Are you smashing our fans? Yeah, yeah, right? Because multiple people agreed with that one, too. So he's smashing a lot of people with that. <laughs> I'm just saying. We love our fans. We do uh, love our oh, fans. Well, two, two out of two three out do, of I think. <laughs> we won't say who the one is. I um, won't say who it is, but Ronnie's pointing right now. <laughs> <laughs> if you can see us, you will know. <laughs> oh, don't worry. One of those hosts can do all the production stuff, then. <laughs> I'll just send you all the... Uh, all this. All, all right. So that's going to do it for us. Uh, Paul, how can everyone reach out to us with their thoughts? I don't know. I'm not, you know, I'm the mean one, apparently. Uh, You're if you... a mean one, Mr. Grinch. Mr. McNeil. That's not even my name. <laughs> but um, if you guys like the content and you want to hear more, you can find us at our website, themisfitfaction.com. There it links to 
everything that we do, uh, whether it's Instagram, YouTube, uh, all of our most recent podcast episodes are there. If you want to follow any of those things individually, you can also find us on YouTube and uh, Twitter at The Misfit Faction. You can also find our Instagram, same username, The Misfit Faction. Um, if you guys want to see a little bit more of just us, which is weird. I don't know why I phrase it that way. <laughs> you can go on Facebook and look up The Multiverse Fancast. Yeah. We all have girlfriends or wives. <laughs> <Of> significance. <laughs> but um, on Facebook is where you're also going to get Fan Feedback Friday every Friday. And um, yeah, I think that does that pretty much wrap um, And multiversefancast at gmail.com. <laughs> That's going to wrap us up for today. This I'm Ronnie. going great. <laughs> I'm Paul. And I'm Rob. And we'll be back in a flash. Morgan